Drop it. F U T. F U T. Hello, foodies, and welcome back to the one and only daily FIFA podcast. We are Food in Review. We bring you updates about the latest content. We talk players and review them. And of course, as a part of foodcoaching.com, we'll give you gameplay advice like tactics and instructions. Today is Tuesday, February 23, and we are recording Season 3, Episode 100. No celebration show tonight, though, because it is our 234th episode, and we'll only do it at the general 100 episodes. My name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, and unfortunately there is no Ingvi tonight. Uh, Ingvi had to have his back check tonight, but he'll be back shortly. But I am not alone, and if you minded our social media, you would have seen. And it's my pleasure to introduce you to a new Foot in Review supporter. It is none other than the man who sent like a dozen... AC Milan reviews over the last couple of weeks. It is none other than Alexander. Hi, Alex. Ooh, hi there. Excited to be here. It's awesome to have you on the show, and thanks for all those reviews over the couple of weeks. Well, I was kind of running out of players to do <laughs> that people care about. <laughs> I could have done some really cool ones, but uh, I thought uh, the support for that wouldn't be uh, as great. <laughs> yeah, and I think Slatan won't get an SBC for you. Because for people that don't know you, can you quickly introduce yourself? Well, so my name is Alexander and I'm from uh, Belgium, from the Flemish-speaking part of Belgium. Uh, for some reason, I'm a really big AC Milan supporter ever since I... How do you become a supporter? I don't know. Instead of uh, supporting my local team. Um, uh, what else do you need to know about me? Apparently, I'm the youngest in the group. You just told me, John. Yeah, yeah, you are uh, pretty... Uh... You are Benjamin these days. That and is the true. Right age of twenty-seven, six, twenty-six. <laughs> yeah, you are already at that age where you actually forget how old you are. Um, don't worry, everyone else in the Discord is probably a bit older. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> the Discord and the podcast is usually listened by some more adult uh, audience. But hey, that's all right. Why do you, why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. Maybe because we aren't joining in some of the hype or um, we'll talk more seriously business or maybe it's just me could be as well fair argument <laughs> somebody already wants to kick me out for being too young <laughs> <laughs> yeah grandpapa mac chris was going to be on the show this thursday says he's too young can we kick him out so yeah <laughs> no chris he stays he stays we need some youngsters in so welcome on the show alex what is your fifa history Actually, good question. Um, so, I have an account still that uh, was made in 2000. We started FUT uh, right from the get-go. Um, but back in the day, there were, you only had like the gold, the silver, and the bronze cups. I don't know if you recall. Divisions didn't even exist in FUT. So, you only cups. And all the market was also very different. But after a couple of years, I got bored uh, of that. And I just played some seasons here and there. Um, and I remember that icons were released, but was Xbox only, and I am PlayStation player. Um, so I didn't really pay attention. But last year during lockdown, a friend of mine said, and told me, yeah, didn't you play a lot of FIFA back in the day? Look at my squad. And he had a squad with like um, um, Maldini and stuff like that. And I was like, what? You can play with those guys? Um, 
And that's when I got lured back in because I was like, oh, I want to play with all these legends. That's super fun. So last lockdown started my foot journey again after oof, at least five years that I uh, did it, I think. And uh, yeah, obviously I got lured back in because he told me there was something that was called Weekend League. And I thought this should be the greatest thing ever for competitive players. Turned out it was not, but it is quite a so that's basically the short history yeah well that's a cool history though and it's a cool thing you found our podcast and supported the show oh that early in your reborn passion for fifa so welcome aboard buddy thanks well since Ingvi isn't here tonight would you do the honors of taking us through the daily content which we've got well uh the (laughs) the famous cross it uh, got released that we were all waiting for until it's actually gonna hit us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I got to say something about Tony Kroos. Though. So yesterday I did okay. the whole like Tony Kroos uh, uh, sitting outside crying and stuff. So I sent him a <laughs> message on Instagram. I said, "Sorry, uh, Tony, when are you coming over?" Right, and he's gonna message back, uh, "See you tomorrow." I thought actually he was coming on the podcast, but he actually meant the card came out today. <laughs> I have to admit, though, that FIFA says uh, the Twitter handle says today some things are worth waiting for, so they sort of made in the meme themselves as well. So I like that. But, yeah, he's here. I told you before the show that actually, okay, apart price, which unless you're a fan, it's bad value. I don't think it's actually that bad of a card. Like, you are the, always the one, John, that says, if you have fun, you win more. So if that's your goal, I don't think... Yes, five-star weak foot in the midfield. His dribbling isn't bad at all. Like, he won't be that clunky. And his passing is elite. So why don't you like him, John? Well, let me put in front that I do really like Tony Kroos. <laughs> But you don't like Germans. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, no, so what are my problems with this card? He comes in at 350,000. Let me start by just going in the SPCs, though, which you need, because I think that makes sense. We need uh, three SPCs. One's called Bundesliga, one's called La Liga, and the other one's called Top Form. Uh, you need three informs in total. You need a 183 squad, 184 squad, and 185 rated squad with a combined chemistry of 80, 75, and 70. That's not the way Ingvi does it normally, but that's the way I can actually remember it much more easily. And the total price for this is between 340 and 350k, depending on which platform you're at. And we are talking about a 93 rated Tony Crows, which of course everyone already saw in the FIFA database. And why don't I like this card? Well, He's 350,000 coins for SBC, which in my opinion, uh, if I compare him, for example, with Curtis Jones, he should be better than Curtis Jones. Mm-hmm. Or at least on par. So then I'm looking at, hey, he's got five-star weak foot, which is cool. Three-star skills, which is, meh, it's all right. We have a center midfielder who has medium medium work weight, which I don't think it's that bad as people make it out to be. So, so far, I'm all with you. That's, a, that's eh, pretty on par, right? Mm-hmm. but then I want to play this card as a CM but he's too slow for a CM if I'm quite honest and there's no way of actually boosting that set I want to maybe use this card as a CDM but his defensive awareness the standing tackle sliding tackle is so incredibly bad that even if you throw a shadow on him 
I still don't think he's actually good enough at this this point of the game. So what leaves that that leaves us with a card that is sort of stuck in the middle. Um, I don't. It's definitely a fun card if you're a Real Madrid fan or he fits your squad. Might actually be pretty cool. You said he might be cool in a three-five-two, which I think sure he fits that midfield place, but you don't want to really want a medium medium with this pace in it. If they made him two hundred and fifty card k, this would be a really good, really fun card to use. Three hundred and fifty k, in my honest opinion, is hundred k too much, or they should have boosted his pace even more. I agree on uh, on your price evaluation for sure. However, I've got a question. Go, shoot. CDM. Most of the time you will be dragging your CDMs into place manually, right? So how much do those stats even matter? You know? Yeah, but the thing is, like the interception with the shadows on 97, so I guess that's fine, but um, defensive awareness of 82 even with the shadow? Mwah. I don't think. How do you feel that in game, you as the as the expert? Well, as a CDM, it's pretty hard because I don't use CDMs in most of my game styles. Um, sometimes in the four two three one, but um, I then this wouldn't be like the end of the world bad. But the problem is that there's so much more. There are so many more options available for the same or cheaper price, which are actually much much better. Um, I'm thinking now, for example, the Curtis Jones card, which we got last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't quite remember how much that SBC was, but I think it was around 400k, so a little bit more expensive, right? But that was a high, high player, which if you gave him a shadow, at like um, 85 defensive awareness, but then his pace went up to 95, 93, sliding tackle 94, standing tackle 95, interceptions went almost up to 90. Um, and he has all the, four, the the work rates with him as well with a bigger body. He's more versatile. And I, the problem is, in my squad, I don't quite know where I would play Kroos. I wouldn't play him as a CDM because I do think his defensive stats are just too low. I don't think he's good enough as a cam because of his pace. He should, would make perfect CM in a perfect football simulator, but unfortunately that ain't FIFA. <laughs> Eh, you know, I'd save 350k if I'm quite honest. Although I really like Tony Crows, and if you're listening to this, you're always welcome on our show. <laughs> good shout, good shout. Well, the thing is, players like him always have translated bad to FIFA, right? Like the, the Xavi's, the Pirlo's, uh, the, obviously they're all different kind of playmakers, but uh, they mostly always translate bad to FIFA, right? Because they don't have the, the real stock uh, and they're the pass masters, the, the the people that actually play with their with their brains and are exceptional at that. Usually, those really don't really translate at FIFA. I, I remember always being frustrated at not really being able to use those if you want to be playing a very competitive uh, game. Thiago Alcantara, another example. Yeah, so I totally agree with that. But then I'm looking at the prime moments deco which we discussed, which didn't actually have a usable card, so to speak, according to the same. Uh, statistics mm-hmm. um, but the boost he got to his prime moments is actually a very usable suddenly a very usable cam That's which true. can also play as a CM I guess uh, but at least he, here it is is to say you won't play this game this card as a CDM 
in the case of Kroos, he's not like outshining anyone on a certain position. And then there's the price. So, and I think you're mm-hmm. very correct with what it says about the types. But you could actually boost if they only boost his pace by like plus ten, right? At least made him uh, would make this card a pretty good cam. But of course, he ain't a cam in real life. But mm-hmm. he would definitely be usable there. Um, but unfortunately, now he isn't. <laughs> it's like the in between kind of player, right? That's the the sucky thing. And then the price, obviously. But I was objectively not looking at the price and just as a player. And then I think, well, you can use him. Like, you could use him, John. Yeah, I think there are many players that actually can use him. Many players that will use him. Um, But, yeah, but you have to look at what he costs in in this situation. Uh, And then I think uh, that just isn't good enough. They should make him 100,000 coins cheaper, is my honest opinion. Get rid mm-hmm. of that 185 SPC, uh, and it and that would be fine. Or make it that 85 and 84 should be priced a little bit better as well. But now, just after we got like Curtis, uh, and we got um, cards like I mean, the Balas is CF, of course, but the Rooney card, of course, is like twice as expensive, but it's mm-hmm. so so much better. Yeah, um, extremely versatile. Exactly. And you can a, use him as a CDM as well. Uh, maybe not a CDM, but a CM definitely. Um, you know, should like to. Yeah, so i got to be critical about the Tony Cross card. I think he's not good enough. Maybe we should do something like a verdict every time there's an SBC flop or not or something. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe, uh, like, I don't know, do some music in it or some, something. <laughs> so in this case, would it be a flop or top for you? Well, uh, it would be a flop if I had to choose, but I, I I give him more credit than you do. I think that's that is fair. But for overall, if we would rate him now as for the review, I would say Tony Cross SBC. That would be a. <laughs> I think that's a that's a fair one. Then. Okay. Right. We got something else though. We got an SB one SBC tonight. One other SBC. Tell me where can I find him because I did miss it because I was out with the doggy. That is no problem at all because I can actually have a look. And the moment I say, of course, when I want to have a look, the app kicks me out. But that's all right. That is how we roll. So it wasn't, I think it's a Champions League SBC. It is called the Poznan. And it says complete this way for Champions League challenge and earn a reward. And you can earn a small, rare, rare, small, rare gold players pack. Uh, the SBC comes in at 5.45k on all consoles and on 6.5k on play PC, of course. And let us have a look what the SBC does. It says you need minimum three nationalities. You need a maximum six of the same country. You need one minimum of non-rare UCL player. And it requires at least seven rare players. Of team chemistry goes for 85 and the squad rating is a minimum of 70. I mean, that's right. I don't know if a small gold rare pack would be worth this. I don't actually think this is like. Why is it called Poznan? Because that's the Polish club. Yeah. What, do I, what does it have to do with that at all? <laughs> I was just wondering. That's a good question. And I have and no idea. I honestly don't know. So that seems so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was like, that seems so random. 
So I got a message from someone, uh, Bayamanako. He says, I live in Poznan currently. I'm so surprised. Do you have any idea why they call it that? <laughs> I don't know, buddy. Sorry. But thanks for yeah. sending, in, sending in for the question. I don't know. So that's not really content to really chat about. <laughs> no, which we shouldn't talk about too much, though. It's just another SBC. You can throw uh, in your photo if you want. But I don't think this one specifically is worth it at all. But so John, you're still saving packs, by the way, for team of the season. Is that actually what you're going to do? Yes, yes, I am. Although I, since I said it last week, I have not had time to play a single game of FIFA yet. Um, so there's no packs yet. <laughs> so okay. that that idea still remains, but the execution is sort of lacking. But it's and not of a lack of... Uh, sorry? Do you have an update on your trading? Yes, I have. So yesterday, after the podcast, I said... Let's buy these uh, Martinez cards, right? These goalkeepers. Uh, when we're talking with Paul, I said during the show, let me just buy them all, all coins into it. So I bought those Martinez for 25k. And the cheapest on the market now is 29,000 coins. So I could sell them all for 4,000 profit, but he's going to be out of the packs tomorrow. So I'm kind of hoping... He rises just a little bit more. Always go up as if they're all uh, out of packs. Like there's almost no exception to that rule. No, so I, I'm at least making 5k, like like 5k a pack, a card now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandpapa Max says in chat it's called the Postnan celebration, which is a very famous celebration. Oh, okay, thanks. We need to have a video for the podcast uh, Instagram oh, later on. Alexander, you had a. You want me to call you Alexander or Alex? Uh, actually, you can choose Lexi, Alex. Okay, let's Alexander. call you Alexander, then I'm more for him. <laughs> Whatever you like. Uh, well, I, it probably has been discussed uh, <laughs> at least a couple of times, but I was wondering about the game splits for Weekend League um, and what a certain player's threshold is, like, okay, you can play five in a row, three in a row, ten in a row, before you lose focus. How do you discover that as a player? Um, uh, up until which point you actually are capable of playing on a certain level? Because when you're playing and you're emotional or whatever, then you don't really feel... Well, you feel at a certain point when you're dropping off, but what's the actual... How can you teach yourself? It is basically what I'm asking. Yeah, so there's two things. There's a time setting which will might like offset you mentally, which is hard to notice if you're not paying attention to it. Uh, and that actually starts if I would look at players or like pro players, which I'm guiding. You can actually see how they sit. Like if they go in relax mode, it's all right. Sometimes they focus a bit more. And once they are really focused or tired, you see them taking another posture. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something you can be mindful of yourself. Physical appearances change. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. And usually it's like the the their uh, like how they sit. If they're really focused and they put like you see only the forehead on the camera. Once they get tired, it's usually the other way around. They sit backwards a bit more. They sit a bit crooked, and then you know, okay, they're getting tired. Which usually is a uh, a good time to say, hey, now is a time for a little break. So that's something you can be mindful of yourself. You can practice that, of course. Uh, one little trick which I've been using on my trading programs, and I mean, it's no secret and it sounds really silly, but it's really effective in my honest opinion, is that before you start a match, you put in a smiley face on a piece of paper or, or an app or a tracker app or whatever. 
And a smiley face just represents the way you are feeling at this moment. That can be tired, that can be frustrated, that can be very happy, positive, focused, whatever. There's always a smiley for the state you're in. You play a match and after the match you put in the result somewhere and after that result you put in another smiley the way you are feeling after this. Right? Now you start your next match, you put in the smiley again, which is probably if you play it right after the same smiley you put down um, where you ended up with and you start a new match and you do it like this. If you are going to be completely honest against well, with yourself and you write those down in all honesty, you actually see those smileys change. The moment the smileys change is probably the moment you should have taken a break or will take a break in the future. And that can be after a bad loss. That can be because you are tired. That can be also because, I don't know, you are just playing eight games in a row and you can't actually think straight anymore. Mm-hmm. Overall what? speaking, though, sorry, overall speaking, if you would take a generally approach, um, and I think that's uh, like humanly possible, like programmed in human standards, is that they will not be able to maintain focus for more than 40 minutes, which is in FIFA two matches in a bit. So if you want to be completely sure, play two matches. Disappointing. Yeah, but it's true. That's why not only uh, it's not only like fatigue that helps why people score more goals in the last five minutes of either half, but it's also focus, which goes down. So that's, uh, that's also a reason why after 40 minutes... Things go down. And that's also why you'll see in certain countries that school lessons are only 40 minutes. Whereas, for example, in the Netherlands, it's usually 15 minutes. Um, and the last 10 minutes feels like a <laughs> feels like too much and you don't quite remember everything anymore. Um, Especially on Friday. As, uh, well, on Friday, you can only do 30 minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but those are like little things which you can incorporate in the way you feel. If you want to be very safe, just play two, get a drink, play two, get a drink. That little motion game, emoticon game is something I've come up with several months ago. I've been using that with pro players and with players who follow my programs and it has been proven very effective. Because say you get... so simple but so brilliant because, well, I don't think at that moment you lie to yourself. I mean, you're not going to write down a happy face when (laughs) when you're feeling upset or something. So I actually think that's quite brilliant. Yeah, the most brilliant thing is to see those things coming back. So after a weekend, you get a uh, text for someone with only emotion cons. Like, oh, wait, I know exactly how your weekend went. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. By the way, I don't know if you guys ever talked about that, but what do you actually think of Weekending being a 30-game format and in the past, was it 40-game format? Aren't there a lot of better ways to be doing that? Um, definitely better ways of doing that. It has some advantages and some disadvantages, I think. The main problem, I don't mind too much how much matches it is. I won't finish 30, I won't finish 40, generally speaking, because most of my work comes up in a weekend, right? Um, I think 40 is, for the, for a not casual player, very unhealthy. And 40 for a pro is really unhealthy as well, because if every match matters, and say you are very much trained, you can focus for four matches in a row, right? But that's about it. That still means you've got to f- schedule like 10 sessions, which is far too much. So 40 is too much. Uh, the problem is, in my opinion, about the whole weekly league format, that it is a format which is uh, sort of rebuilt to also count as um, the access point into esports, like qualification and a point like that. 
they kind of went away from that, right? Like they don't use it for that generally anymore. Or do I see that wrong? Mm, with all due respect, I think you see that not correctly because of the fact that you'll still need 27 wins to qualify. You still need at least 30 points a month, right? Which uh, for qualify. That's how the system works. So, I'm uh, really so you need now. 27. So uh, maybe you're not alone in that, though. So let me quickly try to explain. But you need 27 wins, Elite 1, to be able to qualify for a qualifier, actually. <laughs> um, Interesting. So, qualifier. Yeah, exactly. You can only have 200 players on that qualifier, which usually they look at the players. You, for every win you got, uh, you get one point. So you need at least 27 points to qualify for the qualifier, but on the bigger consoles, you'll need 30 to come on because you can only have a certain amount of like 200 players per month per qualifier. So you need you need a 30, you know, usually, or 28, 29 to be able to qualify, and 27 is enough to qualify on paper, but usually not enough to actually play the qualifier this year. They made it top 200, so you can actually get some decent rewards while getting those, but you need a, you need a 30 no for a weekend league performance, which will net you a chance, or will net you a good chance to get in the qualifier. Let's put it like Interesting. that. Um, so that's basically the entry point to towards eSport is the weekend league, which I think is where the weekend league format went wrong, because I don't mind 30 games, I don't mind it at all for pros, I wouldn't even mind making 40 for pros, if that's your access point. Only let the good guys come in, right? No problem at all. I think only for the non-pro players, it is a bit much, bit too much because you can actually match those players. The matchmaking isn't transparent um, and the rewards are therefore also lacking or unpredictable. And that's something that I'd, lo- I'd love to be able to change and just give the players that actually are, I don't know, qualified as a pro or get 127 win separate mode where they can play in. Something like that. I've not... I mean, there's um, pluses and minuses for these things, right? But um, I don't like... I don't mind the Weekend League format currently if you go in with the right expectation. Like, if you want to go get a lead, right? It's still a perfect situation to get a lead. And I think it's easier to get 23 wins than in the old days. I don't even know what it was, but I think it was 30 wins, 29 wins. Um, I think for you, then for people like us it's easier for pros you can't lose a single match anymore in those 30 where before you could lose two and still have a decent chance to get through for example more leeway yeah so it's it it improves the quality but i mean what happens if you are a pro player and you get a dc because of the service go down on friday night yeah. since a year ago i started weekend league i've that's the only thing well not the only thing <laughs> That's the thing I complain most about is the amount of games 30 in a weekend. It's just, I can just not, at this point, uh, not maintain my, my level for 30 games. And it's also just much. And I did never never gotten why they wouldn't allow you to be able to split it out more days or have like five days to play 10 or 20 and then make like an ELO or something like that. That's what I was always wondering. Yeah, well, so the other thing is what I do like about the system, not for me personally, but the fact that you have to play 30 or like you used to do 40 in three days, although it wasn't healthy, but it would definitely separate the yeah. the full-time FIFA players against the non-full-time FIFA players. 
So if you were a pro, you had to make 40 and you had to make an effort in these days, which I don't think is, per definition, a bad habit or bad thing to do if you want to raise the level of your esports. Uh, the fact that the casual player can actually join in that same thing as well, that's the one part which I don't totally Isn't that agree. a big discussion with other popular esports? There are also games, like, for example, in League of Legends, you can also play... Uh, uh, a pro in a random game if you're uh, at a high enough level. I mean, a random game you, you could, but uh, if you are a Platinum Plus player, right, in League of Legends, um, which I happen to know more and more by the weeks, but uh, you are just, you won't you won't match a silver or a gold player. Like, no. Um, so there, if you're a certain level, you will only match the players with your own level and you will go in with your team versus another team that's at the same level and grind away, and therefore raising to the general level, I need a certain level to actually be able to qualify as well. Uh, but that's not over like one weekend. That is over a season where you do that. So you all start down and you'll work yourselves up, stay at, I mean, that's, would, you, would, you would consider it to be like arrivals, where you say, okay, everyone above 2,500 skill rating would be able to qualify for the, uh, for the end of the moment. You, the month hits and you're not there. You drop off, you're not qualified for the next month. What, something something like, that. like that. Yes. And then you can still do some kind of league for other things, like, uh, or, or the cups they used in the past, like some kind of a knockout thing for, for rewards or, or guaranteed rewards and stuff like that, because obviously that's a different discussion. Yeah, so that's the one thing I really miss in FIFA personally myself is tournament play. Yes. I love playing tournaments. I love organizing tournaments with friends. Uh, it's, I think it's even a better format than uh, leagues. It is yes. fun. It is exciting. You can do best of two if you want to. That's all fine as well. But it is always tense and always on high focus mode, right? Yeah, I completely agree. There's nothing like the thrill of, of, of having like that little nerves of like, oh, I don't want to lose to him right now or something like that. <laughs> There's no better feeling if you actually pull off the win then. <laughs> yeah, or you go in a match, you know, you lost the first one 2-0. You need to win at least 2-0 to be able to get the penalties. Yeah. But you start a match differently as well, so I think it's more interesting. And I'm missing that because you used to have the daily knockout tournaments in FIFA, yeah? Uh, these days you can only play tournament in foot if you do drafts. Yes. Uh, but that's also very different because... Um, yeah, only the players. You talked about it a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah, so it's my favorite mode in the game, but it's also the least rewardable mode yeah. at this time of the game. So uh, that's also, and you don't know who you're playing against. So I think there's definitely something to be won there. And I think for pro tournaments or pro players, let's put it like this, I think there's a whole lot to be won in esports seen by expanding the co op mode in foot. I think they made a good start there. There's not; it's not been played much, in my own opinion, because of the way it works with uh, rating. If you, if I would, if you would play with me, for example, we would end up in my league, and it would cost me ranking if we lose. Uh, which uh, uh, I wouldn't. I'm not playing with many people now because I'm too attached to my rating. You know, so that sort of negates the points of the of the co-op mode already. Um, but I like the idea, and I think for esports, playing two versus two in these modes, uh, put it in a different format, put those playing next to each other, get some chemistry going. I think that is the future of esports for football sims. Really? Yeah, I think that is more dynamic. I mean, if we we were sitting next to each other 
and um, uh, there's a penalty. Who's going to take it, right? Uh, what happens yeah. if I miss it? Everything um, you do in a team too, is, is more rewarding, right? Like everybody who listens actually ever played football knows that it's a different feeling when you do like a, a one a one on one hobby or, or a team sport or whatever. It's just a, a different kind of feeling. Exactly, yeah. So there's definitely that. And I think this is a cool topic. We should make a special about it, I think. <laughs> Conclusion: There's still a lot EA can change. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I, um, I'm not against we can look at as as it is now. Um, I just want to change the rewards for the non-pro players. Of of course, also for the pro players. Uh, but for the non-pro players, I think we can look is too, um, too. How do you say it? It's it's not predictable enough to know what you will be getting for rewards. Why it's going to be really hard. For players that will only be able to make 30 games in a weekend from time mm-hmm. to time, it's going to be hard to select when you want to do it. And it's going to be very dependent if they want to return considering the rewards they get. But, oh. I actually have a very good question. I, I think it's a good question, but I don't know if you're running out of time. Uh, or maybe it should be for another time. Um, so I'll ask it and then you can decide if it will fit or not. So I was wondering about different players' motivation to play weekend league because um I, when i was trying to improve myself you know from like okay goal two goal one etc etc um um i somebody told me that was watching my games while i was playing them um because i was saying like okay i always get so frustrated can you please look at my games and he told me like what does it even matter like rewards are, are crap anyway you know that on beforehand and i was like he does make a fair compelling argument so why do you even do this? And, I, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm trying to better myself and I find it fun. And I, okay, imagine that you hit elite tomorrow. Will you feel better? And I was like, yeah, for a couple of hours, maybe. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, what's the, the point of, of... Most people complain about Weekend League, right? Or complain about their experience to, for, for playing FIFA or are negative about it. Why do people... Are people drawn to Weekend League or what, what's their motivation to even play it in the first place if it's, you know, rewards isn't the reason to do so? And it's not like you're going to go pro, probably. So what's people's motivation to actually play? Well, it is the biggest chance of actually getting something from rewards. Um, you know... So it's the best of the worst, basically. Well, you can actually you have more influence on the results than in rivals. Um, and you know you get at least this amount of coins of these these kinds of packs, uh, and two red picks, which you have no idea what's going to be. But, I mean, if Ronaldo hits the team of the week, you at least have a chance now to get him. I think that's yeah. one of the appeals. Um, not my favorite implementation of it, but I think that's definitely you know, one of the appeals. And for me personally, it is always to see uh, which level you I can still maintain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've noticing the more foot coaching grows, the less time I got in the weekend to actually play myself. Um, so what I want to do is when I do play weekly, I just want to see if I can still make that elite two or something yeah. uh, without the practice I've been having before and without the experiences of playing weekly every week like I used to do before, uh, just for a motivator for myself. But I also don't play weekly when I know I'm not going to be able to get to there because I couldn't care less about the rewards. Um, people's motivations i think most of them are rewards really yeah because that's also the main reason why people are still doing swaps on now even though it's not very good that's a drag also squad battles (laughs) exactly but people are playing it so 
and that's only because of rewards. Very good point, actually. It's basically to, well, you want to be playing instead of trading, or don't want to find out how to trade, and then that. I've I've read an interesting thing on that actually that if you spend the time that you would do on weekend league or most weekend leagues and all the grinding, if you would just put that time into trading, you'd be able to literally buy any player at any time anyway. So why bother? It's not that that's my theory, but that's a valid point, right? Well, I think it's viable, but I mean, if I had to choose now between now I I got two hours to play, would I start trading two hours? Or would I play? Um, trading isn't my uh, relaxation and I'm also um, business wise not not coming any smarter by trading so that's why I would play but there's many people who just want to shut off their mind just want to uh, play for a bit just to relax um, so therefore yeah probably trading is, e- is a better way not easier but a better way to make coins in the long term but yeah the experiences of playing and the fact that you are playing and not trading at this, or not doing anything else at that moment um, might be a good distraction for everyone as well. I think that's just the way it is. The people do whatever you feel most comfortable with and you're having the most fun with. And in the end, you all have a decent enough team to stay competitive as long as you aren't going pro. I think that's the, that's the key there. So, Alexander, where would people um, be able to find you? You would be able to find me on Twitter and Instagram, where the handles uh, therefore you can find them, uh, because you will post them, because I don't know them by heart. Exactly. <laughs> we'll put them in the show notes, so you, if you want to keep in touch with Alexander, just follow the links and you'll get there. Alexander, I'm it's been talking. a pleasure. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, keep sending in those AC Milan um, reviews. I know at least one uh, person from EA that's actually listening to the show usually that's also a big AC Milan fan so big shout out to Bogdan if you're listening to us um, we, you got another AC Milan fan here uh, but for tonight tomorrow Tyler will be joining uh, so it's going to be me and Tyler and hopefully we will be back but at least it's going to be me and Tyler um, so yeah keep in touch with that and if you want to support us just go to patreon.com slash foot and review. Find our foot and review on all socials. And of course, if you want to find anything coaching, go to footcoaching.com or go to my social media. That's everywhere. Also, just foot coaching. Um, for that, I want to say go do that Tony Crows SBC or don't. Uh, but for night, I am going to drop it. Drop it. Drop it. You. You. F F F F U T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T